0: And you're trying to decide, okay, do I go this direction, that direction? Is this going to be the thing that's where my sweet spot is? Is this my personal genius? Is you know We're trying to navigate the compass to go to whatever our own true north is. Sometimes we're not going to know until we're on the other side of it, whether or not we were even plugging away at the right thing. Welcome to the Called Forth Podcast. This is the place where we help ambitious women of faith to activate and break through the belief structures holding them back. I'm your host, Dawn Town, author of the book, Hashtag More Than Done, Speaker, Wife and Mama Four. I'm going to show you how to go from stuck to called forth while connecting to the full expression of who God has made you to be and make this season your season in your life and your business. I believe God has called you forth from the very beginning and this is your season of awakening and activation. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Called Forth Podcast. And I wanted to read a quote to you from this book, The Practice by Seth Godin, because I think that it really encapsulates what I want to dive into with this episode. And the quote is by Susan Carr or Care, I don't know how to pronounce this last name, designer, she's a designer of the original Mac interface, and she said, You can't really decide to paint a masterpiece. You just have to think hard, work hard, and try to make a painting that you care about. Then, if you're lucky, your work will find an audience for whom it's meaningful. And then Seth Godin goes on after this quote to say, it might not be what we want to hear, but it's true. And I have so many nuggets that have come out of this book that I've highlighted. You can, if you're watching, you can see I've highlighted that quote and I folded pages over and highlighted and highlighted and highlighted so many different uh, parts of this book. But the reason why I feel like this is so significant and, and really why I think so many of my podcast and YouTube episodes go back to this constant discussion and encouragement to persevere through the long game, which is your journey. Because so much of what we're doing when we're starting a business and we're going after goals and we're trying to walk out and live out our purpose in the fullest, most expressive way that we can, so much of that is encapsulated in this journey of day in and day out doing the work and not knowing maybe when you're in the middle of it that you are painting a masterpiece. And this reminds me even of, I don't know if it was Picasso, I think. Anyway, there was one of the greats, whether it was Beethoven, Picasso, like his work didn't even become really famous until after he passed away. And this is even true of the comedy show, the iconic comedy show, The Office. And they have, I've seen the actors and the directors and the, the people who are part of that show talk about when it was on air, yes, it was bringing in some numbers, but it did not reach the cultural phenomenon that it is now with all of the memes, all of the iconic characters, all of the, you know, Steve Carell's career, all of that, it did not reach where it is right now until after the show went off air. And they talk about how even in t- you know, today's cultural climate, there's so much about what they say and did in that show that would never fly in in today's day and age. But the point being there are fans of this show who watch it, who grew up on it and their kids now watch it. And the actors will talk about how people come up to them and their kids know some cultural references from this show, I mean, they had no idea when they were filming it that it was gonna later go on to be this incredible numbers generating show and, and impact the culture. So I think that is an encouragement because when you're in the middle of pursuing your journey and you're trying to decide, okay, do I go this direction, that direction? Is this gonna be the thing that's where my sweet spot is? Is this my personal genius? Is you know We're trying to navigate the compass to go to whatever our own true north is, sometimes we're not going to know until we're on the other side of it, whether or not we were even plugging away at the right thing. And if you're a type A personality like me, you can easily hear that and feel super discouraged because I like to be efficient. I'm sure you like to be efficient. So I don't like the idea of wasting time pursuing something that's not really going to be where my sweet spot is. But the truth is no matter what you choose to do and pursue, If you learn something through the process and you allow the quote unquote failure to be a learned opportunity and it, and maybe even a shut door to know, okay, I'm not going to go that direction anymore. That doesn't appear to be the one for me. I'm going to, you can use the failures and the things that didn't go right as actually the thing that shifted your direction. So really so much about, of this is really about perspective, but I just think it's fascinating that. So much of what we're pursuing, we don't necessarily know on the front end, whether it's going to lead us to that success we're going after, but who you become in the process of walking all this out in all reality is way more important than whether or not the thing was a success. And if you are struggling, you know, emotionally, mentally, financially, like all of it. And so you're, you're trying to choose the right thing because there's so many responsibilities that you have that you need to get it right. It might feel something, you know, talking about things like this might feel like they sound good in theory, but practically speaking, it's not working for you. And if that's the case, I completely get it. But the thing that I talk about so often is that you have to let go of the outcome because you can't control whether or not you're gonna get to your goal of maybe 10K months within six months. You can't control whether even that's gonna come in a year. You can put the effort and energy forwards towards it and put your foot one foot in front of the other and go for it. But you can't always control that. But if you can be present in the moment to focus on who you're becoming in the process, that's a win right there. And so many times some of these wins feel insignificant when we've got something else that's glaring in our life for why we need to get it right. Like maybe it's finances, maybe bills are pressing and you're like, okay, Dawn, that sounds all well and good. Yay. Hooray. I'm becoming stronger in the process. But the bottom line is I've got to pay my kid's school lunch bill, and I have to live in the reality of my daily life. This is where you, yes, acknowledge the reality of what you live in, acknowledge the reality of who you're becoming in the process, and you dig your heels in and you continue to get gritty and resilient because eventually that masterpiece is being painted. Along the way, you are getting from point A to point B, even when it feels like you're not. And it's really hard to trust in the process when you're not seeing results and when you're not where you know you need to be and when you do have these pressing responsibilities that are bearing on your shoulders. And for as much as I wish I could wave a magic wand and like totally fix your scenario and open all the doors that you need to be opened, what I know I can do and what Seth Godin even quoted at the end of this quote by Susan Kerr is that it might not be what we wanna hear, but it's true. So there's been so many times in my life when I've been desperate for a miracle, like I needed something to happen in that moment. Like I needed the money to come in. I needed the door to open. I needed the job offer and it didn't come. And eventually when this happens, you realize you can't live your life dependent on a miracle and you've got to continue to do the work until you get there. And you, you realize in the process that you can survive all of these disappointments that you feel like, initially, maybe you can't. And I'll share a story of something that happened. This was several years ago, but I remember I had a breakdown moment with God crying, 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 Um, just confused about why I really couldn't, you know, I think it, well, at the time I was searching for a job and I was applying, 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 and I wasn't getting anything. And I was frustrated and discouraged. And I'm, I just had this breakdown moment crying. And I ended up getting a call that day for an interview. And so I'm like, wow, maybe this is the thing. It's not quite what I want to do, but I could make it work. So I drove like, I think it was like a job that was like 35 minutes away. I went and I interviewed, I brought printouts of my portfolio and the work that I had done. Cause it was a, like a social media marketing position. And they explained to me that they had these really early morning meetings at like seven 30 in the morning. And I, I think it, I was more like 45 minutes away. It was, a, it was a ways away, but I'm like, no, I think I could make it and this and that. I ended up not getting the job. And I remember when I, I got the call that they had not chosen me. I remember thinking, God, why did you even let me get that interview? Like you got my hopes up. Like, why, why did this even happen on the day that I had this like huge breakdown of just being ultimately so discouraged. And I can think back to other times where I felt like I was in a position where I needed a miracle. I needed God to come through and I didn't get the miracle. Like, I can think back to my five years of praying through depression, like doing all the things you're supposed to do fasting, praying, declaring, taking authority, like all of the things. And for five years, I could not shake depression. But there's a few things related to this. I learned that God was good even when I didn't get the results that I wanted, and that I'm not guaranteed anything. I mean, we think sometimes because of the things that we're taught and the things that we know from scripture, that if we are children of God, like our inheritance is as, you know, we ask, we seek, we knock, we receive all, all of that. And I'm not saying that any of that isn't true, but at the end of the day, we can't control God's hand and what he chooses to do. So really at the end of the day, you have to keep putting forward one foot in front of the other and moving forward, regardless of whether you feel like God answers the prayer in the way you wanted him to or not. And in that process of walking out a challenging journey, we have to just make sure that we're not building up any resentment or bitterness in our heart towards God. Like he owes us anything because he doesn't. And I can't force his hand to do anything. But what I can do is be thankful and grateful and have perspective through the process and enjoy the good things about life that I have in front of me and let go of the outcome and trust that there's a masterpiece being built as I'm walking it out, and on the other side of when I finally see the results and the fruits of my labor, I will have that experience of enjoying that harvest, but I don't know when the harvest is going to happen, and I can't guarantee when it's going to happen, so the most important thing that I feel like I always lean back in on is really going all in on what I can control, what I can do, my attitude, my perspective. The things I just referenced. And so, if you find yourself in this position where you're like, God, I need a miracle and need you to show up. And if you feel like you're past your expiration date, like the miracle needed to happen a week ago, two weeks ago, I want to encourage you to keep going, putting one foot in front of the other and keeping your heart pure and knowing that you're going to reap that harvest and just have that faith and trust that it will come, even when it takes longer than it should even when the challenges are harder than you think they should be. And even when you're putting in more effort and energy than you feel like you're getting ROI for, you've got to keep pressing in and dig your heels in and decide that your resiliency and your grit is going to outlast the fact that it is not happening at this point. Your resiliency and your grit needs to outlast the challenges that you're facing because the outcome in the end is worth it if you just continue to press on and press forward. So that is it for today's episode. Leave me a DM or a comment on the video version of this podcast and let me know what you thought. What were your biggest takeaways? Until next time. That's all we've got for this episode of the Called Forth podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also make sure to link up with us at www.downtown.com. That's d a w n t o w n e.com. And on social media, and please just share. Share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time. Remember, you have been called forth.